Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really a pleasure to have this guy. I've been a fan of his for a long time, and I'm a big fan of his candidacy, running for uh, the U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania. It's Dr. Mehmet Oz. Doctor, how are you? Good to talk to you. I'm doing well and feeling good. I'll tell you, I've been campaigning all over the Commonwealth. So this past week, we literally hit every corner, and I hear the same things over and over again. Seniors worried about stretching the Social Security checks because of runaway inflation. Young people can't make their first payments on a home. Families worried about crime, the fentanyl issue. But it's the same across the country. But Pennsylvania is going to determine this election. It is uh, Dr. Oz out there in the campaign trail. I watched the uh, the debate very, very closely, and it appears to me that you've got one guy who is flip-flopping because he wants people to believe that suddenly his his mind has changed on things like fracking and crime and letting people out of prison. And on the other side, we had you, who you're just firm in what you believe. This is what I believe. This is what I think Pennsylvania needs. And, and you can't believe somebody in the last minute, in the ninth hour or the 11th hour, he, he suddenly, he's the, the moderate guy when John Fetterman never has been, right? It's shocking, actually. He has been hiding the entire campaign. Yeah. He never answers a question from a voter on a campaign trail, never answered the press's question on the campaign trail, never would talk to me. He finally got on the debate stage only because he was getting pressured so intensely at the last second. And I was curious, and I found out, so did everybody else, what his defense was of his radical left positions on so many issues. He doesn't have a reason why he's taking those positions, and he just pretends they don't exist. This is across the board. He talked about Joe Biden was too conservative. He wanted them to spend more money. He wants to raise taxes, didn't pay his own 67 times. His position on, on winning to release murderers, forget about you know, regular criminals, murderers over the objections of other members of the parole board. Shocking. He wants to legalize all drugs, yet the results of these radical policies are evident. They hurt us, and yet he won't own it. He won't talk about it, and he won't defend it. His entire campaign has been a personal attack on me, which I don't care about, because all I was focused on, like most doctors, is my, the people in front of me, the voters, and just like it was on my patients. And I kept talking about the kitchen table issues, as I just mentioned, and tomorrow voters are going to tell us. Are they more curious about someone who's going to solve their problems that they worry about all night long? Or are they going to vote for someone who's pretty good on Twitter and likes to jab people like he's a fifth grader? Well, and, and I think it's a great question. It's Dr. Oz. Make sure you uh, you go to his website, DrOz.com. Support his candidacy, running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania. Well, what I saw on your television show for years was that you were a guy who was doing very well, very successful. You're a surgeon. You were successful before we ever heard your name. And then you became very successful on television, yet you still were able to speak to every middle ground American. Low income, high income, in between income, whatever. Whatever job they happen to have, blue collar, white collar, didn't matter. People tuned in because your advice and, and what you were doling out was really real for them individually. Why do you think they would ever use the tactic that you can't relate to, to regular people when you did it for years and we all watched you do it? It was a panic move. They didn't have anything good to attack me with. So they ran uh, a, a program that was focused on the fact that I've done well in life. And I, what I've said from day one is, my father grew up on a dirt floor. Yeah. I'm a product of the American dream. I want everybody to do well. And I actually have a plan for prosperity. My opponent, John Fetterman, in fairness, many on the radical left don't have an agenda for prosperity. Yeah. Their goal is minimum wage. My goal is much more than minimum wage. And so we get into these debates for just about five seconds, and then they quickly drop out and start insulting again. You know, oh, he's got houses, or he, he, did, he made a lot of money. Well, that's fine. You can talk about that all you want, but you also have to touch on the issues that hurt our people. The show worked, and it was a top show in the world the entire time I made it because I was focused in on what the viewers needed. Like when I was practicing medicine full-time, I just gave it up to run. 
I would always focus on my patient. That's my Hippocratic oath. I do the same thing talking to voters. I'm trying to hear you, listen to you. It's the most important thing we do. That's why I travel so much, and I pay attention to what people are complaining about and worried about. And there is a lot of optimism, Joe, out there. People know they can run their own lives. They just don't think the government can run the country anymore. And the panic is going to be evident tomorrow when the Republicans do well, because at least we have ideas that can elevate us. And what I've been saying from day one is I will bring balance to Washington. I don't mind reaching across the aisle. I'm just trying to fix the problem. As a heart surgeon, I didn't get into politics talking about the life of the patient. Deal with the problem. And Pennsylvanians are sick and tired of the partisan bickering which, again, the left radical side of the, of the spectrum, that's their only game plan. But I'll tell you, the group that's coming to us in a big way are conservative Democrats. They are sick and tired of their party being taken way off kilter in ways that don't align with their family values. Independents are breaking our way. And, of course, Republicans don't have a choice because right. you know, there's, they're not going to run to John Fetterman. But this is a good message for the nation. If Joe Biden hears this, maybe for the next two years, he'll start making some rational decisions, for example, on energy policy. Because what's he's... What's been said in the last couple of days is reprehensible. And that's why it's sort of interesting, even within the Democratic Party, people are saying, what are you talking about? You can't just shut down all energy in America. Gas in Pennsylvania now is over $4 a gallon again. It's headed to $5 a gallon. It's not a wise policy for our nation. It's not good for our local communities, and it hurts the economy. Well, what about that, Dr. Oz? You had, you had President Biden there the last couple of days, and he said the quiet thing out loud. We're going to shut down all the coal plants. Uh, you've, got, you've got the guy running Josh Shapiro for governor is anti-fracking. Fetterman is now lying that he's for fracking. He's over always been anti-fracking. I mean, these people are against what it is that is the lifeblood of Pennsylvania. What, what, what was the story there, do you think? Did, did Biden accidentally tell the truth? Biden was d- doubling down on it. In fact, today, just, you know, today he said by 3035, we're going to go to all electric vehicles. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that timeline <laughs> better. A thousand years <laughs> is pretty good, yeah. <laughs> But the unfortunate reality is the ideology of the Green New Deal is driving their talking point. Yes. And it's it's a scientist, I'm telling you, Joe, it's flawed. We cannot achieve the goals that they put out with the Green New Deal in the timeline offer. It's impossible. What we could do is to continue reducing our carbon footprint, protecting our environment by using natural gas, for example, which I've got hundreds of years worth to feed for our entire country under my feet right here in central Pennsylvania. Yes. But because their ideology says, no, there's... No tolerance, even to, even to discuss carbon-based energy, then all of a sudden you're stuck with green sources, which are not ready for prime time yet in many parts of the country. And that's an, a, a, a dogma that the Democrats are stuck on. And it's dangerous for the nation to have leaders of one of the parties unwilling to deal with reality. And this has been something I've been noticing since COVID. You all of a sudden saw people pretending they're following the science, but in fact doing the opposite and right. then pretending because you disagree with them that you're a bad person because it gets personal, just like this campaign. If I were to say something like carbon-based energy can work if it's done in the right way and it's a bridge to green, I'm a bad person just because I said that. Even though what I'm saying is probably correct, most people would agree that it's correct, but, but at least it's worth discussing. I don't want to hear about it. That's why John Fetterman won't even work with members of his own party to reach a solution. I'm interested in fixing the problems that we're facing as a country because my biggest concern is China. They're not the Democrats, and most Democrats are with me on this. 
Well, 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 doctor, what's interesting is that I'm a very conservative guy. I'm for all of the above. I don't care if you've got electric cars and gas-powered cars and natural gas cars. I don't care. Let's use everything available to us that was given by God. There's nothing wrong with that. The idea that you've got to shut it all off in the next 25 years is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And by the way, it means a whole lot fewer jobs in Pennsylvania that are in the energy sector. It's Dr. Mehmet Oz. Go to DrOz.com. I've got to ask you a question that I've asked, Dr., uh, that I've asked President uh, Trump a dozen times. I've, I've had him on the show a dozen times. And, and I always start with this. Why are you doing this? Dude, you've got a great a great life, a great family, plenty of money in the bank. People look up to you. You're a television personality. Look up to you. You're a doctor. Why put yourself into this? Is it as nasty, Dr. Oz, as you thought it would be when you jumped in? It, it seems to me that it's worse than I even would have expected for a guy like you who overwhelmingly had positive reaction from everybody before. The truth is a great defense. And yes, it's, it's tough. People coming at you and oftentimes with reprehensible arguments that yeah. are knowingly false. That stated, my family wouldn't be anywhere near where we are if it wasn't for this country's willingness to take us in. My father was an immigrant to this nation, yeah. and we were able to benefit from the American dream, the, the land of opportunity, because of what America has always represented. It's a unique opportunity in the world history that America exists for people like me. I don't want that to be forgotten. So I would have done whatever it took, given up whatever was required to make sure that my nation was protected. It's why I'm running. It's why a lot of people this cycle got involved, because we saw the, the, the dire uh, danger of partisan politics, especially when it's based on a ideology like the Green New Deal that we just mentioned, but there are many equivalent ones that are offered by the radical left that seem to not respect how special America is. And folks, don't forget that piece of parchment 246 years ago that, that is the foundation of our nation, it's a, it's a concept, it's an idea. And so you have to protect ideas. And like so many things in the world, when we forget the, the, the sacredness and the fragility of what made America so special, uh, then we lose it. And we don't want that to happen on our watch. So I will do whatever it takes, take whatever barbs come at me, arrows, thrusts, doesn't matter. Uh, I, the truth will defend me, and it always has, and we're going to prosper tomorrow, as will many Republicans around the nation. But you have to go vote. That's the most important message I have today. Please don't whine and complain about the country if you don't vote because yeah. you don't get a say anymore. And please take 10 friends. Call them right now, and here's the question I want everyone to ask, Joe. I want, to, I want you to ask, are you happy with where the country's headed? If your friends say yes, take their car keys away. They shouldn't be driving. <laughs> but if they say no, and the vast majority will, yeah. then tell them that I stand for change. I, I believe we can balance our budget, not recklessly spend our kids' money. I believe in an all-of-the-above energy policy. As you said, you're absolutely right. I believe we can keep our streets safe, our communities safe, secure our border, and allow legal immigration, but block the fence at all. And I believe in you, because together we can make this happen. DrOz.com, he's a Republican nominee for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania. Should you make it, and I pray to God that you will, are you ready to dig your heels in? Because people do want that change. You've said a few times you're going to reach across the aisle. I get that if, if it's a Joe Manchin, who's somebody who's a more moderate Democrat who gets it, that, that you can't just shut down the coal plants and stop fracking in West Virginia or in Pennsylvania. Are you willing to dig in and really force the change? Because, Doctor, we've had, we've had two years of the most radical government we've seen in our history, and I lived through Jimmy Carter. There's no reason for me to give up what I had in my life to just go along and get along. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going there to throw bombs on purpose, but uh, I can be a porcupine, as I've proven okay. through this campaign, and I will do what is required to protect my country. And that includes taking barbs from, you know, and, and attacks and people letting dumpster fires in my backyard if they don't like what I'm saying. I'm fine with that, but I'm going to be heard. 
And, we, and Pennsylvania deserves a bold voice. We're a top five state in land mass population, energy supply, agriculture across the board. And we have to be heard. And the values of Pennsylvania, which are purple state values. Yeah. Right. They're more Democrats than Republicans here. But I got a secret for you. They're more NRA members who are Democrats than Republicans, too. Nice. The state is beautifully designed as a litmus test for what this country should be desirous of, because we live next to people of the other party and we get along. So let's figure out how to take Pennsylvania values and share them with others across the country. We don't want opposites driving the agenda. We don't want extremes uh, polluting the process. As an American, my goal is to unify us because we're stronger together than divided, and I know I can do it. Uh, I just had Senator Ron Johnson on a little while ago, and he says his opponent in Wisconsin has thrown $100 million. Actually, he has an outside money from outside of Wisconsin, and they've thrown $100 million to try to win that seat from Ron Johnson. I feel good that Johnson's going to hold on to it, uh, and I know that you spent a lot of your own money, and Fetterman acts like that's a bad thing somehow. That shows me your dedication, to be honest. But is there a bunch of outside money coming in? Fetterman is a horrible candidate. I'm not going to get into all the reasons why, but if just on the issues, I mean, the guy has flip-flopped everywhere. He's He's a kid who's never had any job uh, until he was 40, lived with his parents until he was 40. He was a horrible mayor, shotgun to the chest of a black guy who was just an innocent guy. Um, he's just a horrible candidate, yet it's closer than it should be, doctor. So is there a bunch of outside money coming in, and, and have you been able to thwart that? $125 million has come to support him. A lot of it from California, Stunning. New York. For liberals who don't even know how dangerous he is for the country. He wants yeah. to get rid of the filibuster. He wants to pack the court bring in more states. You know, he does things that, and he says things that no one could possibly agree with, but the Democrats just want the 51st vote. Now, how do I compete? I'm a better candidate. It takes a lot more money to sell something you don't have. Yes. They don't have a good candidate who's able to express why he feels strongly about the issues that he's supported and why they're going to take us in the right direction. And the Pennsylvania voters know that. They're sick and tired of his antics of, you know, of, you know again, a personal ad-, ad hominem attacks. What they need to hear is how we're going to deal with the crises that are destroying their lives. We have better concepts, but that's my obligation as well. My dad, when I was eight years old, said we're going to be Republicans. And, you know, my dad was an immigrant, as I mentioned, so he didn't have a party. He said, why right. do you want to be a Republican? He said, because Republicans have better ideas. Shame on us if we don't take better ideas to Washington when we win tomorrow. Let's figure out exactly where we need to head. Stick our, our, our heels in, as you just pointed out, and be, be dogged at pursuing ideas that we know will improve our country. Energy policy, by the way, I mean, how simple is that to address? Tell the energy industry they're not demonic. <laughs> Tell right. them that we understand that they're critical to national defense, and we're going to support them so you can't arbitrarily take away their ability to build a pipeline. They'll invest. I talked to them, but they live in fear of John Fetterman, my opponent, and others, because literally Fetterman said he's going to send, he's going to prosecute them. Yes. Prosecute job creators in Pennsylvania because he doesn't like how they make money. What are you talking about? Yeah. Who says that in a democracy? Well, I, I guess he does, and, and that should not be rewarded for sure. Uh, I know you've got to go. You made some time for us today. Well, one last quick thing. Uh, we might not find out tomorrow night who wins, Doc. Uh, are you prepared to wait three or four days? I don't know why Pennsylvania has to do this. I don't know why, why we can't find out tomorrow night. We might not find out. Are you prepared? That's what happened in my primary. I ended up waiting two weeks to find out. <sighs> But Crazy. listen, we've got a whole team ready. Uh, I've been to this rodeo before. I know exactly what we got to do on Election Day and after Election Day. And I am dogged in pursuit of the right answer. And I, when, the, when the votes are all counted, yeah. I will be the next senator from Pennsylvania. I believe that, and I trust and I pray for that. Dr. Oz, thank you so much. It's DrOz.com. Go get them tomorrow. Thank you so much. God bless you. Take care. Take care. We're back after this. Stay right here.
and A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. I enjoy talking with Dr. Oz. I had not spoken to him before. What's interesting is, uh, I do think he's going to win. It would be uh, Pennsylvania. Come on, guys. Come on, gals. It'd be ridiculous to vote for for uh, Fetterman. Obviously, he's cognitively not there. He does not have the ability to go and speak for you, quite literally. Um, just a bad candidate anyway, even if he hadn't had the stroke. He's a bad candidate because he keeps on flip-flopping on what his opinions are. Now, he's lying about supporting fracking because we have all sorts of videotape and audio tape of him not supporting fracking. So let's be real. But here's the question. Should the House go to the Republicans, and that's almost a certainty, and should the Senate squeak one out for the Republicans, what then? You got McCarthy in the House and McConnell in the Senate. I don't think they have the wherewithal to vote these guys out of leadership. I don't. Clearly, you should have a Jim Jordan or a Matt Gates. I'll take Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'll take Lauren Boebert as the, as the House Speaker before I would take Kevin McCarthy, who I've had on the show, Seems like a nice enough guy, but I want somebody who's going to, as I said to Oz, dig in their heels and not just allow the old guard to run roughshod. And then you've got the Senate where Mitch McConnell is the most anti-conservative I've seen in a very long time. I don't know why he somehow deserves to be the Senate Majority Leader because we had him for two years under Trump and he was horrible at that job. And those two going at each other right now isn't very helpful for the party either. So I would love to see, and unfortunately it might not happen, if I have Gates on tomorrow, I'm going to ask him, are you going to try to get rid of McCarthy? I mean, really? Is this still the guy? And again, I don't dislike Kevin McCarthy. I just don't think he's strong enough to be the guy who's going to actually run the agenda. Now, um, my team just tweeted out something and put on other social media something about how McCarthy promises he's going to be strong and he's going to conservative values and he's going to be the guy. You know, do we buy that? Yeah, it's, it's going to be real world because as the Democrats just had two years to destroy things, the Republicans slash conservatives have two years to fix things or else they're going to get that ass voted out again too. We have no patience as Americans and we shouldn't. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.